Testing one two three. Welcome, testing one two three. Welcome to my wife hates me. You gotta me. sit over here more. Cause look, I don't. They can see. Well, whatever. I'll sit wherever you want. What, testing. Is that where I want you could see on the thing that you're. You could see if I'm over here too. I'm just saying. I oh, look, the dog's leaving. Okay, good. Good. Hello, how you doing today? People listening. Bonnie, how's it going with you? I'm good. Um, what? Do I have to cover this again? What are you talking about? I, I'm... <sighs> <laughs> I don't get why it's so hard for you to not look at yourself. Um, let's just do this. Well, we had a. Uh, we went out to New York last night. We did a. A, a show. benefit for. <sighs> Some kind of blindness. At Gotham. A lot of people talked to me about their blindness last night, but I, I don't recall what the actual name was. It's a certain thing. And it happens to people uh, over time. Well, it, the, they just get blinder and blinder. Yeah, degener- what's it called? Uh, I just said I don't know what the name is. It's when you when it starts, like, degen something. I don't know it's, the word. Anyway, it's... it's um. It happens slowly. Well, if if your parents get it, you're probably going to get it. So it's a little scary, don't you think? Like to know you're going to get that you're going to be blind soon. Well, it's not true that if your parents get because the kid that runs it, his parents aren't blind. Well, he doesn't have that one. He has a different blind. He has a different blindness. We are doing a show there, and first of all, Robert Klein was there. He's an icon. Just watching him and listen to his stories is amazing. Still just uh, sharp as a tack, that guy. And I was talking to him before the show, and Jesus, he, you know, he, he he did 60 Carsons, nine HBO specials. He's been in f- over 40 movies. It's insane to have a career like that. I mean. And nobody knows who you are. Isn't it weird? <laughs> yeah, these young TikTokers might not know who he is, but I definitely know. And I could sit with somebody like that for hours and talk comedy. How about you? I didn't talk to him at all. But could you? Would you like to sit with him and talk comedy for hours? Sure. Yeah. Well, you yelled at me last week when I said I like sitting with Mark Norman talking comedy. You said, remember, you said, oh, that was something negative. Anyhow. What did I say? I don't even remember. Honestly, I don't even remember you saying you talked to Mark Norman about comedy. I said I like Mark Norman because he talks. He likes to talk comedy. Right. And he's you, programmed to. But what, what, uh, yeah, well, what, what I, was the mean thing that I said? You just said something negative when I said I like talking. And I like talking to Ari Shafir about comedy. I don't remember saying uh, anything negative about talking to people about comedy. It's the only thing that I enjoy. Well, I don't think, he, you know, and then you were like. Uh, you know, you might have said something negative about Robert Klein. He's an icon. You don't disrespect somebody. I was fucking around. I was being funny. Oh, my God. I didn't say it to his face. Well. He he was was funny last night, and he's a 
obviously a great comedian and knows how to, you know, turn a room on and whatever. What do you want me to say? Say. He got to the stage all by himself. Great. You know, 81, bouncing around up there. He had some pretty quick ad-libs. Remember the, the guy screamed in his ear and he goes, I came here with a little bit of eye degeneration. I'm leaving here deaf. Uh, yeah, I remember. That was his ad-lib at the beginning of his set. It was pretty good. It was good. I yeah, was yeah, introduced yeah. by this fucking douchebag last night as, are you ready for some eye candy? I was the only woman on the show. And then... Uh, no credits, nothing. Just you ready for some eye candy? Oh, well, you should have smashed them. Made a joke about Remember it. Remember what I said last night in the car? What? I said your anger is so forefront that any time that you can get angry on my behalf. Well, yes, because it. I have to listen to it. But if you would have said I can't, no credit, it made something funny about it. I did it. say something funny about it. Well, no, not about that. You said something funny about something else, being the only woman on the show. Oh, I'm sorry if I didn't think of something right in the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I guess that is my fault that I'm a fucking shitty comedian. I guess that's what you're saying. You should have smashed no. him. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't think of anything. It happened so fucking fast. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not Robert Klein. I couldn't think of something. I wish I lived. I got a I pretty fucking I... big laugh off the thing I did say. I wish I was married to Robert Klein and live with him and listen to his stories. And not him yelling at me all the way home. You didn't yell at me on the way home, but we were sitting there at the show, and Bonnie says, uh, uh, This guy in the front row had his back turned to me the whole time. No, I didn't. I said, There's a guy in the audience I, who's sitting completely backwards, and you go, He can't see, which was very funny in the moment. Now you keep turning it into something that it's not. It is. Which is that I was saying, he wasn't, you told Robert Klein, I heard you go to, she was like, this guy's being rude. This guy's not looking at me when I'm doing stand-up. That's nothing of what was happening at all. There was a guy who was sitting completely facing the back wall, which even if you're blind is weird because you know where the sound is coming from. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's just a weird thing to look out in the audience and see one guy Not turn the other way. Not if he's using the table for whatever. Well, I'm so sorry that I brought it up, and it's bizarre that you're like, you if I brought that up, you're exaggerating. If and I, then you are like completely changing the story. I didn't complete. One million First percent. of all, if I change it, I you've changed every story almost you've ever told about me. Two. If I did that, oh my God, you would have. This is uh, it. Your every argument, your what? only argument for doing shit. I guess the only reason what? I don't have that an you argument. do stuff. This is why you do things is so that later you can go. If you did it, no. or if I did it, or but whatever. Just laugh. No, no. Anytime that... I get mad, at you go. If you had done it, it's no. Like... That just know thyself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I do know myself. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. About. Is it true that I said there's a guy in the audience that's sitting completely the wrong way? And then I said, yeah, he was blind. Yes, and we both laughed about it. It yes. was a funny enough thing in that moment that we both had a little Well, you didn't go, it. he's sitting the wrong way. He, you said he's sitting with his back to the me or to the stage like he was disrespecting you i, I in no way said anything about being disrespected no, but that's what you, you insinuate that was the insinuation and that's yes. why it was funny 
but when you went to tell other people, you put a whole lot of words in. You made me sound like a complete fucking crazy no, person. Like that, I went on, and then the first thing I did was went to you. There's a guy disrespecting me in the audience. He's not looking at me. His back is turned. By, mean, but what did you say about the people with the canes that were walking around? Uh, I just kept reminding me of <laughs> oh, vacuuming. I just was like, I kept thinking like, oh, are they vacuuming with a Dyson? I kept, every time I saw it, I was like, they're vacuuming now during the show? And, then, and they dropped, they, first of all, Bonnie's the only uh, la- lady on the female. Because know how to say women. The only woman, the only female, that's what you say, the only female on the show. I guess if you're doing a nature documentary. She's the only female on the show. Yes. And she goes on her way up. And they passing out the checks during her spot. After she followed, like, a killer show, they put her towards, why does, like, who makes these lineups? And why do, do they pass the checks out? I go to the waiter. I go, wait, you're doing the checks? This is right before I'm getting in. He had a stack of checks this high, and he's taking them out. He goes, no. <laughs> he completely lied to me. I w- he goes like this. Uh, no, <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. That whatever. Whatever. It was fine. I had a good show. It was fun. Everybody did well. Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan, Gaffigan came in and did some time. Uh, Guys lost a lot of weight, huh? Who did? Jim Gaffigan. I don't know. I don't know what he weighed before. Well, I'm not weighing people to give them compliments. You could see it. Really. Well, I guess Rich. if you, I don't know. I didn't see, I can't tell. I never thought he was fat. Why are you like, just being normal? If you were having a conversation with me, what would you be doing? You wouldn't be like, well, Bonnie, um. I would, I'd be looking all over the no, place. No, pretend there's another person, there's one person there just listening, and there's me, and that's it. <laughs> Everyone's all you can look down, am I in the frame? Is it still working? Yes, good. Now go back to do, do, do. This is just for reference. <laughs> It's so weird that you're like. What? So like. Cons- I'm natural. Look but at me. but you can see yourself. Like that's the thing. It's like I might be. Oh, I can see myself. But you're like this. Ah, that looks good. Like it's a weird I, thing. You're exaggerating. I don't do that. I- your head is down. But when you look at it, you can see your head is down. It's not a good angle for you. Oh my god. Okay, so before. We go to the show last night. Oh God! Uh, we, I, we're hungry. I say, um, let's get sushi. Yeah, but there was a better place. But Bonnie goes, let's go to this place. I've been there before, and it was really good. But no, also, I you only, made a mistake. The place you've been before was the one across the I've street. I've been to that one as well. Maybe not with you, but I have been to that one many times. It's right beside Gotham. Many times now. Yes, I've been in there lots of times. That's that's if I'm meeting someone at Gotham, we usually go there. And um I only get vegetable rolls, so what do I fucking know? And we sat at the sushi bar. Rich orders we're just gonna have a little tiny bite of sushi. Rich orders uh, enough sushi for nine people. I oh Welcome to the Exaggeration okay. Podcast. Let's see. Let's I see. ordered a, a spider roll, a rainbow roll, and two pieces of eel. Two rolls and two pieces of eel. And the spider roll was the worst spider roll I've ever had. It was burnt. There was no... 
It's supposed to be soft shell crab. If you you know what a spider roll is. And no, tell us what's in a spider roll. Soft shell See if crab. You can stop chewing long enough to tell us what's in a spider roll. Crab, soft shell crab, not the fake crab that they use, the crab sticks. You know, the other crab they use in in in, in other rolls is fake. That's crab. You know, imi- whatever. Imitation crab. Yes, this is supposed to be real, and it was burnt and disgusting. I've never had anything, and I've eaten spider rolls all over the country, and it was not good. Okay, so he scarfed it down. I mean, I've never seen anyone eat sushi that fast in my life. Really? Because we were in a rush. Fast. And the whole time he's eating it, he's like, this is gross. This is not good. It's so funny. Rich, you don't need to do that. It's so funny that you would hate something and eat it so fast. And then the waiter, because I said, don't say anything. You've already eaten it. What are they going to do? You know? So he comes by, he goes, how is it? And you could see Rich fighting and Rich goes, good, fine. But you could see he was like wanting to say it. Yeah. But you didn't. I was proud of you. And then the guy came back to get the, um, your credit card, I guess. And you go, that was the worst spider roll, spider roll I've ever had. It was burnt. It's yes. The worst I could, spider roll. Yeah. I guess. Cause it's, is it tempura? What is it on the crab? Well, I how was it. it burnt? I, I guess, you know, they put, you know, bread in or whatever. So I think it's temporary. It, it, it wasn't temporary. It was real. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, so the waiter just goes, oh, okay, you know, sorry. Yeah. And then took it off our bill. Yeah. Even I, though you didn't have one crumb of it left. Well, I thought it would get better. I didn't think, I thought maybe just the ends were burnt, you know. And it was f- just five little small. It, I would not recommend going to this, or at least getting a spider roll at this place. And I left him a good tip. Right? Yeah. I always leave a good tip, though. Well, that's the, the, the MO. Rich has to tell the people. He can't let it go. You couldn't. You said, you even said, I tried to fight it. I tried not to, but I couldn't help myself. You're right. Because Rich goes into situations, if you don't mind me, just psychologically breaking you down for a moment. Oh, why not? You do it every day. Rich goes into situations where every situation, every single one, every minute of his day is trying to decide if he's, getting one over on the other person or they're getting one over on him it's a win-lose in every oh oh, really everything every single moment well i guess i lost in this one uh you won no i'm talking about between us oh (laughs) go ahead it's not true if i go out to eat and the service is bad or the food is bad if you don't say anything the next person's gonna suffer well, you gotta I will say this. Sometimes you get mad about stuff that's not. I mean, it's I, like you like things a certain way, but when you go out to eat, you're asking someone else to make it for you. So if you want it that specifically, you have to learn to not, make oh, it yourself. N- not burnt. Okay, this is a different situation where, but like, there's other things where, like the time that we went out and you got fish and chips and there was no tartar sauce. Do you remember uh, that? Who doesn't give tartar sauce? 
with fish and chips. Tartar sauce. It was a pretty high-end restaurant. It was like fancy. And then he proceeded to tell the waitress how to make tartar sauce. Yeah, take a little mayonnaise and relish. Because Rich can't experience just allowing... Oh, this is a new thing. This is a new It's not a new thing. No, you're like, I like it this way. But you might have liked it with their sauce. They didn't. It it wasn't any special sauce. It was just, there was no tartar sauce. And it's like, you don't eat fish and chips without tartar sauce. It's dry or whatever. Even some cocktail sauce, whatever, you you get. I grew up going to fish and chips in in Fanwood. Ask my kids. (laughs) I okay. know, but that's like a fish and chips that you get in newspaper, you know? This is like, no. this was like they were doing, you know, some restaurants do like a, di- you've watched Top Chef, they do like a different take on certain things. You don't have to like it, but that's what you're paying for. You're paying for their creativity in Well, their the creativity kitchen. was bringing nothing to it's dip in, my- To you, to you. Oh, oh, you know what? Okay. Uh, can I have a hamburger and fries and their creativity is not to bring fries? All right. Get it? Nah, that one I, it's a bit of a stretch. Because if there's fries on the menu, you're going to get fries. Okay, a hamburger without pickles? Oh, lots of times that's that's happened to me. Or they don't. I like a, my hamburger with mustard. Lots of times people don't have yellow mustard. You got to just fucking live with it. Tell me a restaurant that doesn't have yellow mustard. Lots of them don't. Lots of them don't. Then they have the other kind of mustard. Sometimes they have Dijon. I don't like it that much. Well, not on a hamburger. Well, this is all the, their choices. A lot of times, I just I just roll with the punches, man. Well, because I don't expect every single meal to be exactly to my liking. I do. I I like you know. It's like oh, it was good. That was not great. Oh yeah, because you're a lady of the world. I <laughs> oh look at you. Whoa, the traveler. I just don't like being upset all the time. I'm not upset. I just like things the way I like them. If I'm going out to but eat. But you will tell, like, when you go out for breakfast, let's say, and you go to order eggs, I've never. Yes. I've Me never over heard medium you one well. time order eggs and then just let it ride. No. You'll be like, I want them over medium. Medium well. Okay. Yes. This is how he orders. Medium well, where the white is cooked and the yellow's a little soft. And that's that's how, that hard. And then they go like this. The, the waiters go like this. Yeah, because the waiters they, are. They don't, they, they don't speak English barely. No, that's not true with the diners. Shut up. Greek. Like a Ninety-year-old woman. Um, and they don't care what you're. You're like telling them how to cook it. They don't give a shit. They just go in and go medium well. They don't say the whole thing that you think that they're saying. Uh-huh. They're not in there like. We've got Rich Voss, the legend in here. We've got to do it right. They're like, they're uh, fucking doing this all day Yeah, long. so get it right. They do they. not care about you. No, because not everybody wants it the way that you, like, you hate runny eggs. Yes. Other people love runny eggs. If you, uh, go, if you go to a high-end restaurant, they barely cook the eggs. And yeah, uh, guess what? I would bring it back. Yeah, you would. I would say, I'm not bring it back, send it back. But you act like you're no. the you're the the palette for the world. You're not. I am. No. Yeah, Look, because because somebody who chews Nicorette gum ninety nine point nine percent of his life. Yeah, you're gonna your <laughs> your taste buds are on point, man. First of all, my taste buds, okay, are perfect. Okay, because I like to eat 
and I like to enjoy Who my. Who says my taste buds are perfect? Yeah, they are. Who says that they're not? You just said they're not, so I'm sticking up for my taste well, buds. Well, yeah, you you're you're chewing a flavored Nicaraguan all day, every day. How do you think your taste buds are reacting? They they gotta be reacting in some way. They're reacting in a way like, oh, I like this. I'm gonna have another one. Just like if I liked my eggs, I would go back to that no, restaurant. You know your taste buds, like if you're just eating hot foods all the time, your taste buds change. If you're eating sour foods all the time, that's why chefs they keep their they try to keep their palates, I don't know, clean or something. Oh, you think you know? I really am making that part up, but I, I think uh, it's probably true. <laughs> you just—it's almost like. It's like welcome to to Richard and fraud, okay? That's you have a Freudian slip. Uh, what I'm saying is, if I'm going out to eat the diner, you know, you order bacon or turkey. Well, I don't order bacon, but I I've seen people order bacon, and it comes back barely cooked. I would lose my mind. Where it's rubbery, you could see it like they just threw it on for a second. Cook the fucking bacon. If I have turkey bacon, cook it. If I like my eggs over medium well, it's not that hard. Just make them the way I like it. All right? And if you go to fast food restaurants, which barely we do, I do pick my stuff up and throw it out. But you're not you don't have to because that's the whole idea of going out to eat so you don't have to cook or clean you can leave it on the table and walk away i don't okay well i don't even know what you're talking about anymore i've lost the thread of it no i'm just saying there's certain rules do you put your shopping carts back into the uh always so do i i shouldn't say always if it's too far i don't well I try to help out the, the, the blue-collar guy. I'm a blue-collar guy, so I connect with blue-collar people. And I try to help and be nice. This mic keeps drooping. Well, look at it. I can see it drooping. It's annoying. Yeah, well. Anyhow, so it was a fun night, except for the, the dinner. Uh, we saw some people we knew. Uh, a good friend of mine who was a writer for David Letterman for years. Uh, was there he had a great time he complimented Bonnie he complimented me of course but he complimented Bonnie and all the way home Bonnie was like very ecstatic that he complimented her <laughs> very like I heard it all the way home like holy shit you act like the fucking king of England fucking the king of England or the queen you know so but the guy know. knows comedy what can I say he gets it. What did he say to you? He said strong, very strong. I thought I think that was it. Strong, very strong. I mean, there's a little more than that. Well, and uh, all in all, <laughs> success. Bonnie was hiding from the guy running the show. I talked to him for a while. <laughs> but my big joke was to, because he's blind, to be like, whenever I was around, be like this to everyone else. <laughs> but didn't get didn't get too many laughs i was like preparing your big, it. Your big <laughs> joke didn't get too many laughs that's yeah. i don't like that i think people thought i was being serious <laughs> well i got to sit with robert klein and talk to him you gotta stop with that and uh where you ordered curtains we we gave oh up on the God. blinds 
we gave up on the blinds. We went by curtains. The curtains are not good. We have to take them back. Oh, I yeah. ordered new curtains. We'll see how they go. And we have two windows next to each other. Like window, window. Very close and, to each other. And I went to the fabric store. I don't know why you're telling this story. It's a good story. Do you really think this is a good story? Yeah, it's okay. a good story because you live and learn. I learned something. Okay. But... So we have two windows. Boom, boom. So we were going to put a set of curtains in one window and a set of curtains in the other. Well, the guy at the fabric store that makes curtains from scratch. I mean, there's fabric everywhere in the store, and he makes it. He said, no, you put one on one window on the on the right side and one on the other window on the left side and then and then it, it looks it looks like uh, one gigantic window yeah it looks good i mean we don't know how it looks because we haven't done it but i could vision it you can vision it yeah and i'm looking forward it? no vision it oh okay or why visualize would visualize it i think it's envision or visualize i'm not sure Oh. Now you hate learning. I know. Not only does she correct, then she takes a sip of her coffee like, look at me, look how good I am. Helping my husband learn. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else? Well, today's ha Halloween. We're recording today on Halloween. Uh, we may get some trick-or-treaters. We never got them we in never, years. When we lived in the condo, we never got them. Then... Uh, Steinmetz didn't get one single person. Yeah, I know. This year in this neighborhood. This is a neighborhood. it's not a great Halloween neighborhood because nobody's put up decorations that made me. I drove around the other day. I was like, I don't think we're going to get trick-or-treaters because nobody's into it. There's like only two other houses that have decorations. But we put up some decorations hoping that people will see it. No, we're open for business. I'm kind of excited. I want to see the little kids in their outfits. And I saw the the house with the sticks under the tree from yeah. the other. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> Part of me wants to go just get them. But then I'm like, well, now, now you're inserting yourself into somebody else's problem. I'm going to get them and put them on that lady's property. I don't know where she lives. Oh, she's, uh, her card is in her house. The, the banana bread was good, though. I ate some of it. Somebody ate all of it. No, I threw out the rest. Oh. It's been sitting there forever. Well, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, the casino? Well, where you worked? I worked at a casino all weekend. It's so boring if you don't drink or gamble. I mean, it is... Uh, I finally left the hotel on Saturday, and I went to this gorgeous park. Mohegan Sun Park. It's really nice. Spent a lot of my day there. And you're not even allowed to feed the ducks. Uh, Rich was like, you should have brought some food for the ducks. I love feeding ducks. I had to send him the sign. Said, don't, don't. Why? Why can't you feed the ducks? He said it, it pollutes the water. Look, they eat it. I, you know, hey, I didn't do any research on ducks and food and all that. I guess they did. They made a determination. It's not helpful, so please don't feed the ducks. They put up a sign. That's how much they felt this is the right thing to do. And if you want to argue about it, get mad about it. I'm not mad. It's you ridiculous. Learn to write a letter. 
send it to who's in charge. Well, I work. But this is the kind of thing that I don't spend my time getting mad about. I see a sign. Oh, don't feed the ducks. Well, if I brought bread there and, I, and my plan was to feed the ducks, I would sneak them food. I'm not going to fucking not feed the ducks. It's fucking. See? You don't care about anyone but yourself. I care about the ducks. I brought bread. I care and about I'm the... feeding the ducks. I don't think the ducks need you to feed them. Well, yesterday I was playing golf. And there's two kittens that were, matter of fact, I was there like a couple of weeks ago and these people from like an animal, adopt animals, uh, were looking for these kitten, kittens. They go, oh, we heard there's kittens here loose and we want to, and they couldn't find them. And then yesterday, these two little cute kittens came out and I brought a two. Uh, Your asshole. <laughs> Thank you, buddy, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what hole? 10, 11th, the 11th hole. And they were so cute. And I had a tuna sandwich, and I gave them so much of my tuna, feeding them. And I had, but I, dead now. I had peanut butter. I didn't feed them. I don't know if cats could eat peanut butter. You gotta, you gotta. I mean, these cats were even eating. You were right in your hand at all times. You could Google it. These cats were even eating the bread off the tuna sandwich. That's how hungry they were. I was going to bring them home. If it was just one, I would have brought it home. But you you can't separate them. I mean, what are we running a fucking animal shelter? No, but they were cute kittens. And if it was just one, I'm not going to separate them. They have to be together. Obviously, they're, you know. Brother and sister, or brother and brother, Those, and sister and the sister. Kittens that taught Rich how to love. Taught him he had kindness in him. What if the kitten was like, I, I like my tuna with less mayo, and then sent it back? Would you be mad? I usually have a can of sardines in my golf bag in case of emergency. And I didn't have one. I would have loved to give him a can of sardines. Disgusting. Well. You're eating a whole fish, you know, in a sardine. The bones. No, they, you can get them boneless. You're still eating all their guts and everything. No, they clean it out. Are you kidding me? You don't know anything about sardines, so don't talk about it. I know sardines. I know sardines. I eat soft-shell crab. That's a whole crab. Yeah. Delicious. You're also eating its house. Think about that. You monster. <laughs> you should do that on stage. You're like a Viking. Why don't you rape its sister while you're at it? Oh, nice. Real nice. Uh, I worked with a young girl. Now what? Too, I, is that really? I worked with a girl. You're eating the fucking crab, but raping its sister is too much for you? You're killing it and eating it. I didn't kill it. I don't kill it. Well, you are sort of because your demand is killing it. And I worked with uh, this comic. Uh, he hosted and I was at the, where was I? I don't know. Come on. Oh, at the Punchline in Philly over the weekend. Steve Rinaldi host. I like him. He does a podcast with Don Myrera. And this girl, L. now I forget her last name. She was funny. Chris put her in. And it was a good weekend. It wasn't packed. It wasn't, 
dead it was good for halloween weekend i usually don't go on the road or do road gigs halloween weekend but it was good great club i had a great time so i like to thank uh the punchline in philly it was a lot of fun you love your female openers yes i do it's a different voice yes i do you love you love your uh 38 year old openers men 40 i think 41 41 year old men openers you know used to bring uh ken to open how old do you think he is i don't know in his 40s yeah you like your whatever a male opener i like a female opener. i don't like i don't ask i don't take an opener i Whoa. just i just take what i get when i get to the club take what but you they get. never give me female openers well nobody really wants to see two females on a show it is a fucking annoyance what do you mean for the audience <laughs> yeah. imagine right. coming in there and you're like wait two out of three of them are women god i will say this will you men have a great sense of humor oh this lady the other I night done, but... go ahead <laughs> i was go gonna ahead. say until it until it gets turned on them then they really what do you mean i mean men are ha- I, I, men don't like making fun of themselves i do mm. i had a lady in the front row friday and she kept, after a show she would go oh oh i have her kicked out i i, I almost had her thrown out get her, i would get her kicked out I would go, know. oh that's a comedy was, killer if you're was, awing you're not enjoying the show get up and leave do yourself a favor you know if we are which i believe and i've said this analogy before we're drug dealers we're giving the audience the drug of laughter and if somebody is sitting in dope the, dopamine if somebody is sitting in the uh you're you're a dope i mean and oh, you're so corny today if somebody was si- <laughs> sitting in the audience going ah that's them it was that's them blowing the cocaine off the table and in others people should turn and fucking kill them it's like you're taking our fucking drug from us i it was the most i was driving me i said do it again you're going to the back of the room then you could throw them out and the husband i or the guy with her i goes hey your wife he goes no i go well if if i go if just you leave marry them. if you're if you're sitting there going oh 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 then leave leave the show you're a fucking murderer murderess you're murdering comedy to kiss it is i'd rather have fuck out i'd rather have someone go you know ugh, or i wouldn't well then <laughs> what is wrong with you then oh now the uh oh when when you're telling a story and they feel sorry for someone in the story and they go oh oh my god oh get the fuck out out. you tell them this is not the place for empathy what what do you tell them to do you want to go oh go to a fucking niski nisk what is it called when i don't know little babies that are premature go rock them to sleep or something Ooh, go 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 uh no coffee after that one yeah. <laughs> take two go sit with some fucking crack babies if you want to aw all right <laughs> <laughs> there i really hated this lady i hated uh her, her the guy she I was hate with ours. i hate them so much i've had them kicked out before I've, i i can't i won't perform with them in the room no people think it's crazy they're like wait what it's like yeah 
You can. Oh. You, uh, I've had hecklers heckle me the entire show. I haven't kicked them out. Somebody goes ah twice. Oh, oh, oh! I wanted to fucking punch her in the head. Then she would cover her head, like laughing, like. If you if you're if you're a bad laugher, which means you're scared to laugh, maybe you have a job, maybe you're just so used to like keeping it inside because you're gonna get fired or whatever. You're in. A fucking comedy club. It's a safe space to laugh. If you're doing this, uh, out, out, out. That's what well, we That's agree. Like, it's like if you're at a roller rink and you can't fucking skate, they'll throw you out. If you can't fucking laugh, gone. First of all, I hate to break the news to you. There's really no more roller rinks. Okay, <laughs> uh, you I, fucking. I really oh, really? If <laughs> if, if you're, you're if you're performing in a reen. Civil War reenactment, <laughs> and you're that, not so. into it, you'll get fired. <laughs> if you don't know which team you're on, gone. If you're a roller rink, okay. If you're, <laughs> if you're on a black diamond and you can't ski, they'll come fucking get you off that mountain. No, they won't. Okay. If you're, I don't know. There's got to be another. If you're in a restaurant, sending everything back. <laughs> They'll go, oh, Voss is here. They'll be like, take it off your fucking. Well, well, oh, boy, do you peter out sometimes. Sometimes I just stop talking. <laughs> well, anyhow, we got to wrap this up. I got to go bring my daughter a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. No, I say don't do it. I do it because she she's hungry. She did last night. Oh, so you don't feed her? I, I, you. Do what? you think that's the only way she's going to get fed is if you bring her a bagel to school? Isn't it amazing that she's been going to school this long and almost never, you've almost never brought her a bagel to school. How do you think she's getting fed? What do you think is happening those other days? She's just not eating at all? Well, a lot of times she doesn't, I'm sure. Rich, she has an account and she buys a lunch every single day. Okay, so this idea that you have that she doesn't eat if you're not bringing her a bagel. Oh, I just, my daughter asked me to do something, and sometimes I do it. Yeah, but we're always like, Nick, you'll see next time you want something, we're not going to do it for you. And then there you go, off to do it. She never learns. Well, we went and saw my granddaughters on Sunday. I have another grandkid on, oh, wait, grand grandchildren, because one's a boy. I'm so used so to it. So Ellen girls. now has two kids. Jessica's going in Thursday. Thursday to have. So the, these cousins are going to be very close in age. That's cool. A week apart. Yeah. All right. Uh, this weekend I'll be at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, Friday and Saturday. Next Monday night at Gotham, uh, doing a show for the First Amendment or whatever. And. Uh, Judy Gold put it together it's for the New York Comedy Festival. I don't know. Next Monday, Gotham. This weekend, Uncle Vinny's. And anything you'd like to uh, say, Bonnie? Thank you for listening. We got a lot of very positive messages in the last couple of weeks. We, we're um, very appreciative. And thank you. I think it's a better podcast since we took a couple months off. What do you think? I think it's a better marriage since we took a couple months off. Bonnie says I look better with my glasses. I look hip. You do. You look better. This with this hat's not my favorite, but yes.
I do think it's the style or the color. What this hat? Yeah. It's yeah, this is looking a little old man. No. <laughs> Alright, you guys. You're the best. Thank you so much. Peace out. My Wife Hates Me podcast, hosted and created by Rich Foss and Bonnie McFarlane, produced by Nick Collette. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.